Hey there, thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of Study, an uneducational podcast. Today we have Alice Trudgeon, a special education teacher from Gloucester High. Alison has a master's in special education from the University of Wollongong. We want to show you how it's highly likely there's only six degrees of separation between you, the career, and the life you want. This is a Six Degrees podcast. Thank you. Good afternoon, Alison. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us today. If To begin, we'd like you to tell us a little bit about where you are now in your life and what your career looks like today. Okay. I live at Gloucester um, and I work at Gloucester High School. I'm a special education teacher um, and I work with children with um, mental health issues and also disabilities, other disabilities, intellectual disabilities, um, autism, things like that. Excellent. Thank you. And can you tell us a little bit about how you got there? Did you do that immediately after you finished high school or can you tell us a little bit? You've got a bit of an interesting journey to share. Can you share that with our listeners today? Sure. So um, I am 52. So (laughs) I um, started off when I finished high school. I went straight to uni uh, and did a science degree. And I did that through University of New South Wales in Sydney. And um, after I finished my science degree, I started working as a ranger um, and I ended up in Northern Territory, all places. That's where I had my two children in the Territory. Um, and once I did have the two children, I couldn't, my husband and I both couldn't be ranger um, at the same time. So I went back and studied and stayed home with the kids. Um, and I did a graduate diploma in primary education. And um, then when we moved to civilization, <laughs> so we were quite remote for a while. We lived at Kings Canyon and that was probably the last place that um, we lived up in the Territory. We decided to move back to New South Wales and I started working as a teacher. Um, Within the first four years of teaching, I got asked to work in the special education setting and then I went back and did my Masters and I was sponsored by the Department of Education to do my Masters. Excellent, thank you. Can you share with us a little bit about your experience being a ranger out at Kings Canyon in the Northern Territory? Um, so my husband was a ranger there. Um, I was actually working at Kakadu when we first moved to the Territory. So we did um, yellow water cruises and we used to take people on tours and show them all the wildlife and the wetlands, things like that. Um, my first job out of beginning, once I got my science degree, I um, worked in Sydney at a, a wetland area um, in Sydney. So then from there to Kakadu, which was beautiful. It was the best experience. Excellent. And what made you move into the education sphere from that science? Um, I think I was always interested in education um, and having the two children at home and living remote, I thought that possibly I would have to teach the kids at home. So I thought, well, I wouldn't mind having that knowledge. Also, living remote is, there's a lot of time on your hands, even though I did have two children. um, I just thought I needed to keep my brain active. I love studying, so I thought I'd just go back and do teaching and see where that took me. Excellent. And do you think having something like Tara University's campus or a facility would have helped you or changed the way you studied while you were doing that remotely out of both the Northern Territory and when you studied again yeah. in Narrabri? Yeah. I think it would have been really nice, um, particularly in Northern Territory, We went to town once a month, so Alice Springs was our closest town when we lived at Kings Canyon, so while I was studying, and I was studying out of Darwin, Charles Darwin University, and everything was sent to me via mail, so that was in 2000 and 
four, I think, or two, something like that. And um, so I used to, when we'd go into town, into Alice Springs, it would have been nice to have a campus so that I could be with other students and um, just use their facilities. It would have been lovely. But I did everything from home. So, so all your resources came in snail mail as a pack, did it? did. It, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. Excellent. And so what brought you down here to Gloucester High School? Um, so we were living at Narrabri. Um, probably we moved five years ago across and I worked at Manning Gardens Public School for four years. So I got a transfer from Narrabri to Manning Gardens and then I got a transfer from Manning Gardens across to Gloucester. Um, and my husband is from Gloucester, so we moved back to the family farm to help with the family. Excellent. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your work? You said you support students with mental health. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, supporting students who um, need extra support with their mental health in high schools at the moment? Yeah, um, so my class at Gloucester, it's the second year it's been there, so my class is fairly new at that school. Um, and I deal with students that are not coping in mainstream, mainstream sometimes, so that not all the time, but just when they're not coping in, say, maths, they might be having a bad morning and they need to come down to my room to, to relax and chill out. Um, I put in a lot of sensory support, so usually when they walk into the room, I just go, well, what do you need to do? And in my room I have like all sorts of sensory equipment um, and they may pick... Some kids might just need to sit and just listen to calming music and then that can calm them down. Other children need to use the big muscles, so they might need to balance, they might need to roll, all sorts of things. So I have exercise balls, I have balance boards, all that sort of stuff. Um, some students just need to sit and talk and just debrief. Um, and once we, we get them calm, so I help them regulate, um, once we get them calm we build on that relationship so that next time they come down, I know exactly what they need. They go straight to that equipment. We calm them down and that gets down to about 10 minutes sometimes. Sometimes it might take half an hour or more. Um, and then once they're calm, they go back, they can concentrate and back into class. Excellent. And is that available for all students? It's or yeah, it's available for all students. I generally um, get the students that uh, usually have a di some sort of diagnosis but I also get the ma other mainstream students that, that need it as well come down. And do you feel like your Masters in Special Education really gave you the skills you needed to um, tackle this role? Yeah, definitely. Um, I became really passionate about mental health when I started my Masters. I was working with a broad range of students, but I just became very passionate about mental health because I just found that um, most students, any students, just need that help. To, to get them through, to help them regulate. If you can master that when you're a student, then off you go to uni or out to work and you're self-regulating yourself, you just have a better life. Absolutely. I think that's really applicable for every human being, not just high school students. Yeah. yeah. Before the podcast, we were having a chat and you were talking about a little triangle of regulation that can, yep. if you can address those particular needs, it can help mm -hmm. set you in a positive mindset. Could you share that with our listeners? Yeah, so the triangle, if you, you're in a negative state, so your negative emotions, negative thoughts, and then negative behaviour, and it just keeps going in a loop. So quite often if students are in that negative state, then they come to me, and we try and just flip that and turn it into a positive. And that I tend to do that by using sensory supports, um, to get to out of their heads, basically, and then we 
turn it into a positive before they leave the door. That's great because I think if anyone's thinking about tackling university at kind of any point in their life, then it's really important you can control your own mental health and yeah. find yourself in a positive space when you need to. So that's, that's really great. Can you tell us, is there something that you wish someone had told you before you started your journey of university, universities? Yeah, I think when I first started my science degree, it was something I was really interested in, which was great, but just that you don't have to have one set path. Like you could just, if you do science to start with and then go, oh, I'm really interested in that and then branch off into something else, you don't have to stay with the same same set of study. Like you can do anything. That's great. Yeah. Excellent advice because there's often pathways as well, isn't there, for students yeah. if they, you know, you might have some special education students who might take a different pathway yeah. to their career. Yeah, that's right. And some students, um, year 11 and 12 is not for them, but TAFE might be for them. Um, or going off and getting a, a job earlier, um, doing an apprenticeship, that sort of thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, the, the same set way. I find there's a lot of pressure on kids these days to stay till year 11 and 12 and then go off and do, you know. But I think there are different ways to get through to uni too. So you could even go to TAFE and then go off to uni. There's a lot of people that do that. Excellent. And is it so... You could give some advice to students. That would be your advice now, that to make sure you're flexible in your path. Yeah, and yeah. And there's lots of different ways you can get into university, and lots of different types of study that you can do. And just don't have one set path. Um, you know, have lots of ideas, and then you can go off in different directions. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks so much, Alison, for joining us today. It's been really interesting to hear your story of your your science degree took you to the Northern Territory for a wonderful experience, then moving into the education, primary education and then into special education. So those students at Gloucester High are very lucky to have you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Degrees podcast. This podcast is produced by Upbound Business Consultants and is brought to you by Tari University's campus. Based on the New South Wales Barrington Coast, TUC is a hub for supporting distance education study for university students with campus facilities, mentoring, postgrad career opportunities and more. If you'd like to share your story, you can send us an email at podcast at and let us know your unconventional road to a degree. Until next time.